I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots, we've made it to episode number six, and this is with one of my very, very favorite people. Uh, if you know me, you know her. It's Dana Moon. Now, if you've been following me over the years, you know that Dana is one of my best friends and one of my favorite people, and every time we get together, it's absolute chaos, so it warms my heart that you guys love the episodes with her and that, that this one is in the top ten. Number six. Ugh. And uh, yeah, so this is fun. Uh, funny thing about this one is we talked a lot about some drama revolving around her doing Love is Blind impressions. And, um, and she's still doing them. So fuck you. Uh, she's crushing it over on Instagram, does amazing characters, amazing impressions. If for some insane reason, I can't imagine anyone who's listening to this isn't already following her because you're following me and we've shared a million things together. Or you came across this podcast likely because you're a fan of hers and you want to hear things that she, you know, she's talking about. But if not, please click on the link in the show notes. She's incredible. It's hilarious. And I love her. So no much, no much more. <laughs> no more to say. This is episode number six of the Top 40 Countdown. Someone made a terrible impression with Dana Moon. Hi, welcome to my podcast. Shut the fuck up, Dana. You guys. <laughs> cut and cut. All right. Hey, idiots. I'm here with the biggest idiot of all, our favorite, big, uh, big friend of the show, favorite guest of many of the listeners. Big, big, big friend, friend, my large friend, big flat feet friend of I, the show. I had to angle the phone I'm filming on so you couldn't tell that she's eight feet taller than me. Hi, my feet are growing. Your feet are growing? My feet are growing. I'm calling the police. I wear a size, they're size 11 now. How are they growing? Because God doesn't like Do you me. have a pituitary tumor? Oh, no, don't tell me Oh, that. no, no, I'm sorry. I'm gonna How are your feet growing? How I come nothing I, but my waistline is growing? No, my feet, um, like my old shoes don't fit me. They're tight on me. What size were you? Like what? a 10. Okay. I was always, but I don't know, because I always used to wear like eight and a half sneaker and nine. I'd wear size nine. And then somebody told me that I was like sh- crushing crunching. your feet. Yeah. And oh. I always had missing toenails, so I thought, this isn't how we Yeah, <laughs> missing toenails, and you were like, this is probably how people's feet are all the time. This is not how we want to start the show. Well, it is how we've started the show. You're disgusting. Uh, you were just losing toes. Dude, my grandma, she refused to go up and choose. She's like, I'm not going to, she like, there was yeah. so much vanity about like, I don't have big feet. I know. Her I feet were fun. like this by the end of her life, okay. like just crunched over. I get it because I was made fun of. I'm the youngest in my family. My brother and sister would make fun of me for having big flat feet. And I'd be like, no, they're not. I'm a size eight and a half. And my toenails would fall off because of it. I thought well, I, I would also run <laughs> nine miles. So I thought. Running oh, nine that. Miles, well, because it, it's rubbing against. It's it's a combination of both. Probably. I just thought because I was a long distance runner. I think you want to go up at least really- a half a size if you in running shoes is what I've been told. When I ran a marathon one time and never ran again for the rest of my life. I remember that. Yeah, I remember you texted me immediately after. Let's do it together next year. And I was like, you fucking bitch. I I will never run again. You inspired me. I inspired you. I will never run again. You inspired me to do a half marathon. And when did you do that? 
I think the year after you did it. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did the Halloween oh, I didn't half know. marathon, and I did it in under two hours, my first half marathon. I'm, I'm not very proud of myself for a lot of things, but for running a half marathon, I really am. Oh, that, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, a marathon, I was like... Well, I would never run a full. Well, a half a marathon, not, amateur hour, what are you... you not walk for five days? Yeah, I couldn't. I was in a wheelchair. I literally just laid in bed. <laughs> well, I mean, my parents happened to be in town and they were taking a trip to Costco. So they pushed me out around in a wheelchair. And my stepdad was like, she's handicapped. And I was like, OK, can we not? Your stepdad with the missing finger. Yeah. Like, she's handicapped. <laughs> Pointing with his knob. And I'm like, all right, let's not point non fingers here. <laughs> all right. Who really who's who of people who are whose limbs are messed the fuck up? Well, this was before I knew I had rheumatoid arthritis. So like the doctor's like, oh, running on concrete is the absolute worst thing you could possibly do. Ooh. And I was like, oh, good to know now that I've just riddled my body. No, but. you didn't because you were young and bones grow back. Look at I mean, me. your feet, feet still, growing. still growing. They're like an old man's ears. What's going on? <laughs> Is that a thing that feet still grow and nobody told me? Mine haven't. Sorry, I keep sniffling. Um, I think if you get pregnant, you grow hair and you're... Are you pregnant? Grow. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know why I started... I like took over your podcast. <laughs> You're like, hi guys, welcome. And I'm like, I have big flat I'm feet. in charge because I have the bigger feet here. I'm a big woman. I'm a big girl with big plans and big pants and feet. I have huge toes. It's mostly toes, honestly. Her foot is really like, if you chop, chopped off the toe, she's like a size two. My ex had webbed feet. No. And Was he a swimmer? No. I feel like it, we would have been good. No, no. I've n- <laughs> Okay, I don't want to talk shit on web feet, but he never wore socks. And it was like, you have the toes of somebody that needs to be wearing socks all of the time. And I. Or he has the self love of someone who isn't going to let society dictate the shoe size he wears to the point that his toenails are falling off. Now I'm just thinking that. Like a like full webbed. Yeah. And now I feel like people are going to. Be like you're bullying yeah. people with webbed yeah. feet. Yeah, I feel like I don't know why I just said that. I'm like regretting it. But also at the same time, it's like I think it's just feet a- is a thing, though. Like some people are really put off by feet. And if you feet are gross me out in general, like my feet gross me out. Everyone's toes. You like, are entitled to being disgusted by the things you're disgusted by. I'm don't let people take that feet. away from you. And so like when I see them. Men don't manicure their toes and like we take care of our toes and they look we make them look cute. So he had like a dirty frog foot. I mean All right, webbed feet people, don't come after me. You've made the joke about yourself. But he would always like do this with his toes. Okay, that's you can even can you even do that with your toes? I'm trying to do it right now and I'm like Yeah, he could do that with webbed feet and so it was just Anyways, I wish they made like a musical noise. It was very like creature like. It was very creature like. Anyways, why am I talking about him? Um, was this the ex from like millions of years ago? No. Oh, this is your most recent ex. Yeah, but well, of course he had webbed feet. He's from another planet. Um, again, webbed feet people. I am not attacking you. If you are listening to this and you have webbed feet, please message me and send me pictures of your feet, and I will find you someone who will pay you a lot of money for them. I'm, right. I will outsource some foot. There is a lot of people who would pay a lot of money to look at your webbed feet. Don't ever yes. let someone stop you from living your truth. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did that man? If, if anyone listening is webbed foot, especially if there's a woman, 
man, I would love to talk to you about like flip flops and like shoe culture and like how you've had to handle that. Anyways, that's not about what is shoe that. culture. I mean, I don't know. You know, when you're like shoe, it's like cute <laughs> shoes. You know, when like you're growing up and you want to dress like all your girlfriends dress, like yeah. we're all cute. And then like, I don't know the insecurity of having to deal with that and how you overcome it and you're strong and you're beautiful hashtag, whatever the fucking it's hashtag very is. specific culture. Foot culture, shoe culture. Shoe culture. Let's get some shoes was one of the biggest YouTube Honestly. videos. Shoes. 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 Gonna get some shit. Gonna get some shoes. Remember he like did the muffin video? Oh, that was like, the. <laughs> is that a different guy? No, it's the same guy. That was Glass the best. muffin. Blood. Blood. Oh, yeah. Got Palestinian uh, Israeli conflict muffins. <laughs> what happened to him? I don't know. I'm scared to find we out. We got to get him on the podcast. We do. Come on the podcast. Come on. The, like, do you like how I'm <laughs> This, this is podcast. Dana's podcast now. Dana's in charge. She's producing. Wait. Okay. Let's talk about your life. Let's talk about my life. What a fucking week you've had. And by the way, stop me if I say something you don't want to talk about. No. Let's, I, let's talk about all of it. Because as anyone who has been following you knows, you've been doing these fucking incredible impressions of Thank Love you. is Blind characters. Love the show. Love your impressions more. Thank you. A lot of people, I think, went to the show because they saw your impressions. They're like, I need to see who the fuck this is. Netflix honestly needs to pay me because I've had thousands of comments of people saying, I'm only watching Love is Blind because of you. Yeah, Netflix. There's one video that has 10 million views and like 20,000 comments, and all of them are, I'm watching the show now because of you. And I'm like... Can I get some type of... Right? They should have you doing... They, you know what they should do is pay you to do, like how Chloe from who did Too Hot to Handle and The Circle does like the after show for Too Hot to Handle now. They should have you being like the after show oh, for. I would love that for like. But then I would wrap just, ups of every episode of Love Is Blind. Yeah, I would love that. Somebody else told me that, and I need to actually research that because I I don't know what you're talking. I've never watched it, so I don't know, but. You've never watched Love is Blind? I've never watched, no, the the after show. Oh, me neither. I just know it exists. So they have a bunch of them. And that would be, I mean, amazing. Although it feels like some of the cast members might not be too happy about it. Um, Okay. Well, there is actually a lot of stuff that I don't even think I told you personally. That's really funny. Um, Shake DM me. Did I tell you that? Shake DM'd you? Yes, I was just acting shocked. Okay, you did so tell me. We're very good friends. Oh, I did tell you that. Okay. But you know who you haven't told? America. And s- s- small parts of UK and Australia who listen. And one guy in the Middle East. Anyway. Uh, and a small horde of Why people in South laughing? Africa. And one or two people in South America. I keep laughing like an old man. <laughs> and a few people in Tunisia, which I'm not sure if that's Europe or Africa, to okay. be honest. We digress. Okay. So, okay, for those of you who don't know, little baby backstory, she has been crushing these impressions of Shane and true to being a people pleaser, people are like, do more Shane. So you did more Shane. We're fucking comedians. We go like, oh, you want, you want me to dance? When they're like, clap, monkey. We clap. Yeah, I mean, here's, let me just give you the rundown. I took the scene. First of all, I took the scene of Shane getting the Natalie's name wrong and Shayna's name wrong because it made me laugh out loud. And I, I mean, it made all of us laugh out loud when we watched it initially. We're like, what in the fuck? So funny. And the producers are obviously messing with him. And yeah, I was just like, this is a funny sketch. And I made it in like 15 seconds. I filmed it on my floor in my living room and then posted it and then realized how much people liked it. And I was like, oh, I should like reenact Shayna and Shane whole scene and I'll do it like 
I'll put more effort into it and I'll, I'll film yeah, it. Yeah. And, and for those of you who like just get on TikTok or Instagram and scroll and don't and like have these favorite creators, just so you know, a lot of what they do is when people like something, they go, oh, I should do more of this. They go, oh, the algorithm responds to this video. People like this video. Mm-hmm. I'm a content creator who makes a living off of content. Maybe you don't make a living off of content. You don't make any money off, but whatever. They make, we, we get work because we get discovered through our content, whatever. Let me do more of this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, that absolutely makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, um, sorry, I'm chewing ice right now, which is like really great for a podcast. So gross. So but- professional. Honestly. It's 2022. No one's professional anymore. Okay. Um, Thank God. So I reenacted the scene and then every single comment was like, oh my God, Shane at the baseball field. Oh my God, do Shane's wedding. Oh my God, do Shane and do whatever. He's funny. People loved it because he's, he's people funny. loved him in the show and they're like, oh my God, look at this girl doing this kooky guy. Yeah. And so I like could turn my face into him which is so funny just so weird I and as someone with almost no lip i do find it a little offensive i'm just kidding but i got gary Busey mouth all day let's do it at the same time how do you because you have like full lips does that hurt you i have yeah yeah um anyways i want to do a shane impression so bad but i'm giving it a break because anyways so (laughs) All of the Shane videos go viral. I did like um, Shayna videos too. Th- those, those were great. Viral. And Shayna's reposting it and DMing me and we're like messaging and she's loving it. And that's great. You're like, this is literally social media making friendships. Shane that's- finally responds to me and I, I DM'd him. Do you want to collab? When he responded, um, which I thought this was so funny. And so Shane, he was like, you're so wild. I hated you at first, but now I appreciate it. Your videos are funny. Let's make magic. Okay. So like we exchange numbers. We like, so it's like cool. Very positive. Very like awesome. Let's do this. He had like ideas that he wanted to do that were really funny. I pitched him ideas on FaceTime and like he loved them. He was laughing out loud and you guys were literally FaceTiming. Yeah. We FaceTimed twice. Yeah. Like on the phone FaceTimed. Yeah. That's I, like I, outside of DMs, FaceTiming. Look, I felt like we were actually becoming friends. Look, I made up a whole story in my head because he's absolutely your type of guy because he's chiseled and goofy. Like you like men who literally you would bring to a party as a date and people would be like, my God, it's wait, the, the man wait, is wait, on wait, the wait, ceiling wait, again. Wait, wait, wait. My type is facial hair, biceps and silly. Yeah. Silly. Like. That's so funny. I, Why don't you just date a buff clown? <laughs> Honestly, where are they? No, like, yes. but like, okay, so sorry I put out, put that out there, but I was like, <laughs> you guys could be Shayna. That'd be your couple name. How ironic. Whatever. I mean, that's funny, though. We filmed something together. Um, we were messaging all weekend. He was messaging me, asking for my TikTok advice. He was so nice. He kept calling me like, TikTok queen. Hey, TikTok queen. And... He called you TikTok queen. Yeah, he would ask me advice on videos and I would be like, that's super funny. And I would send him videos, ide- video ideas that I had for him. He would love them. And so he was literally, by the way, I just want to emphasize this. Yeah. Literally getting you to do what you do for a living for free for yes, him. Of course. And I, I and happy to do it. But I just want people to know, by so- the way, you are a creative consultant in that manner. You know what I mean? Like my you- friend who uh, works in producing was like, 
do not give that information away for free you need to charge and I was like he's a friend of mine like I he's my buddy I'm happy to help my I was like I was like also I've made so many like I've done impressions of him it's the least I can do and I felt like okay I kind of went a little too hard on like his character out of the whole cast but that was only because of people liked it people really wanted it and so Anyways, so that's what's by the way, what happens when you're the breakout star of a cast is people are going to talk about you more than other members. And he mentioned that when we were on the phone, he was just like, like, what are you like obsessed with me, Dana? And I'm like, yeah, I'm obsessed with you. Like, obviously. Yeah, you're also obsessed with an imaginary woman named Diane, (laughs) which is a character I do. What? Uh, Dirty Diane. Shout out. But anyways, um, Dana's obsessed with with impressing the people of the Internet. Long story short, I'm making this story really long, um, but I just want to tell I just want to tell the positive side of everything because then what happened on Friday was like so out of left field, and um, he oh god, our last exchange was he when he's coming to L.A. and me get, gathering details for us to shoot, shoot content, and I had a director, and I was like looking into studios, and I had really funny ideas, like really funny ideas. I, can I, I? I'm I can talk about them. Talk, yeah. You're you're not gonna do them. So like, tell everyone what Shane. the ideas were that he, by the way, was up for. Shane, he was down. Down. Yeah. Lo- his, these were his favorites. It was Shane. Well, I'm wondering if I should say it because what if we end up shooting it? I don't think I'll ever work with him. No, no, you're I'm not. You can't work with someone who would do that to you. Because he absolutely like threw you, tried to throw you under a bus. By the way, I keep doing his eyes during this podcast. <laughs> I think those are just your eyes. Shane marrying Shane was one idea. That's and then hilarious. Shane doing dirt the dirty dancing. I've had the time with Shane. Of my, yeah, and that's him, so him funny. Throwing me up dressed as Shane. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. And he loved it. He loved it. And then um, it's like, did he? Was he like pretending to love it and just being like, ha ha? But not fine. Like we'll never know because. Then he posts this Instagram story. So I woke up and saw it and was like, <sighs> you called me. My sister called me and my sister was hysterical. She was like, Dana, you've been canceled. You, you haven't been canceled. Bully in the ADHD community. And like, is that what his disability is? ADHD? No, he's never come out and said he's never said anything. Let he's, me just say this. He's, just, he's using mental health to, for a trigger word to get people to like come and like attack After you. Me. Because as someone with ADHD, let me tell you this. I'm differently abled. I'm not disabled. And yeah, I could take some offense to some people like disregarding my ADHD and thinking I'm like lazy or et cetera. There's a million things, but like to, to, to weaponize that is wild. Well, also the whole thing was just like, I thought his Instagram got hacked. I texted him cause our last text conversation was like pleasant. I said, yeah, you him. literally messaged me and we're like, I think his Instagram got hacked because it was such a flip. It was such a flip. And even the tone and like his DM that he sent me was not him. And it sounded like somebody took anyways. So he just blocked me on phone, blocked me on Instagram. And then I had a ton of my whole inbox was just people being like people bullying you about bullying. Yeah. They're like, you fucking horse bully bitch. You're not even that funny. And then this one girl. Oh, my God. This is really funny. This one girl was like, how does it feel to be bull? Stop bullying this man. How does it feel? And then she kept sending me side by side pictures of like me and then like an animal. And it was I was like, 
she's like how does it feel and I go honestly this is like pretty funny and like I'm impressed with your creativity like I don't <laughs> feel bullied like, what animal I want to know there, it was like a beach it was me laying on a rock and then like a lizard that's in the so same funny position. and it was really funny and like very creative and I was like I'm not hurt or upset like I don't mind it like do you know yeah, what I you're mean? like People it's like, silly I'm also I'm a public figure so if you want to make fun of me make for that's ahead. part of being a public figure go ahead do impressions of me like I and that was another video I pitched for Shane of me doing an impression of him and him walking in and being like how do you like it and I'm a girl I'm single and I look at me I'm Dane I have big feet yeah look at my big old feet his feet I was like let's make fun of me for how much I've made fun of you let's like flip it and my whole goal was to like let's do videos that like make you look good and and just are silly and because yeah, I, I thought like everyone was getting on board. By the way, everyone was getting on board. Like, well, because when he posted the video you guys did together, I funny. yeah. And all the comments were like, I love how much of a good sense of humor you have about everyone, this. Everyone and there were everyone was so positive on his page. And like, yeah, I mean, there were a couple people that were just like, whatever, not into me. And that I get that. But at the same time, it's like, were they women who think that by saying we that we don't like her? This was what astounds me is that like, and let me just go ahead and say this as someone who has been in the comments of John Mayer's post before, they're not going to fuck you. (laughs) He's not going to marry you because of your funny comment. He's not going to go. This woman is the woman I've been looking for because she said, how dare this other person or agreed with me Mm. now comment on stuff because you want to participate in it. But bitch, I've been there. Yeah. I mean, he texted me after that video and was like, oh my God, everyone's loving this. Like I'm. He, he just wanted to come off and what he wanted to do after the show is kind of like flip his own narrative. And, because and the show himself. made him look a, like it didn't. It, but it, then when he posted that Instagram story against me, I feel like everyone was like, whoa, he's gaslighting you. It validated the way he behaved on the show. And where he, everyone was like, well, how was he treating Natalie? Yeah, that, we still and, don't know what he said to her. The big thing that was like, she can't forget it. He gaslit Shayna and it's like, dude. self-reflect man yeah yeah, he's a mess and I honestly just like we can move on after this but I um well he uh, he could have he could have redeemed himself and he just who he was on the show is obviously who he is and and that's and hopefully he figures it out hopefully he figures it out do you think he does have a good heart he seems like he has a good he's just something obviously triggered him and it made him flip a switch and yeah, which is which happens if you have trauma, if you have PTSD, if you have mental health stuff, and that is completely valid. We all have trauma. I have so I have so much trauma. Like this is I've been working on myself for like ten years, and but here's I a, get it, you know. But here's a big thing I've learned in working on myself. Same thing. I've been fucking. I'm right. We're so, self help nut jobs. You got like, you gotta suck up the shame and awkwardness of approaching the person who's making you feel uncomfortable if it makes you feel uncomfortable and address them directly if you really are trying to have which I wish he did trying to have constructive growth and and if he thought that I think he what what I really think happened was that he saw my um post about the Newsweek article and the, the slides that I added were old videos that I filmed. And maybe he hadn't seen them. And he hasn't seen those videos. And I think he was like, oh my God, she told me she wasn't going to film any more videos and she did. And so. Well, and it's also, I could see if like you're really trying to, to change and seeing this like impression of you from the show where like you were angry and you acted out and you go, but, no, I don't want. It's also obviously looking at 
a caricaturized comedian's impression of you is not looking at yourself. But it's not fun to like look at ourselves and have to go, oh, maybe here's where I didn't right. act as, as, as well as I wish I would have. But it creates great TV. Great TV. Great TV. If people always acted as good as they should have, television would be garbage. Reality TV would be garbage. Reality TV would suck. Okay. God so bless people who let themselves go off the handle. I, and when I texted him, I was like, hey, like, can we talk on the phone? I don't understand your story. And he, he obviously didn't get it because I was already blocked. But I was like, if you're upset <sighs> over the videos and the slides that I posted, like, first of all, I, I removed it. I took it down. And it's from an old video that I did. Like, I'm not actively making any videos, like, without you. And I told you. And so I, I just wish he would have, like, messaged me directly because, like, all of the hate I'm getting is everyone being like, leave him alone. And it's like, I'm, I actually haven't made any Shane videos in three weeks. So like, it's so annoying to keep getting those messages because it's like, I have stopped doing it. Like I'm going to do, people want more love is blind stuff. And I have a funny Natalie video that I want to put out there and that's going to be my next video. And I think after that I'm going to be done, but, um, till season three. <laughs> just yeah, no, I mean, I, I just feel like I, I've ran my course with the videos like at my, on my side. It's like I've done I know people want more, but to me, it just feels like it's getting played out. Like, well, I, and I you don't you also indie. don't want to be the love. Like, that's just a thing no. you did. This is a small chapter in right. your repertoire of things. You don't want to be, oh, the love is blind girl. Right. And so I also like I'm watching. I don't know why I get so much inspiration from Netflix, like Netflix shows and Netflix documentaries. They're great shows. They have great characters. They have great real people on them. Yeah. And I really um, interesting people. So. Anyways, um, to put a bow on all of this is that I wish there was just more communication. I feel like none of this would happen. And for people who are like concerned that I'm like after like that, I it's like I haven't made a video in three weeks. I'm not going to make any more Shane videos. Like I know some people really still want it, but um, look, I know you I wanna... don't have the energy to deal with these like really negative comments of people like saying awful things to me. And it. Kind of By the way, jumping that. to their own conclusions about him to attack you. And it kind of does. I mean, I know I shouldn't be reading them, and I don't really read a lot of them, but... Yeah, he's fucking... You'll die. But anyways, I, look, I'm not doing comedy to, like... Hurt people. Yeah, I'm doing comedy to make people laugh. So I am going to take... If the general consensus is, like... Well, it's also if this. the person, Shane, has had directly gone, like hey, can you not do this? And you kept doing it. That would be different. Right. So, so yeah. So I, I mean, I see, you know. I still or he that. said to you that he has mental health issues or, no, hey, it really feels like you're going after me because of things that I can't control because of my ADHD. That would be a different conversation, but the yeah. conversation didn't happen. No. And frankly, I know you're not going to agree with me on this, but I have a lot to say about a white man weaponizing mental health to try to ruin a woman's career. Uh, but we won't go there and you don't agree with me and that's not what we're saying. It but it's like very attacking. Like he has okay, three the times the amount of followers. No, a hundred times, 10 times the amount of followers as you. You had 40 something thousand. He had 48, 8,000. Like you knew what you were doing when you, when you tagged more, you. Yeah, but it felt, it felt, I don't know if I can say this, but this is what I feel in my heart is it felt like a woman is getting successful using my likeness and I'm not okay with that. Like, like I'm not, I'm o- not okay with a woman succeeding, succeeding while I'm not, it felt like a gender thing. It did. It did feel like if you were, 
and there's no way for us to know, but like I haven't haven't seen any hot heat about any men who have been impersonating him. And if you think there's none, that's absolutely insane. Yeah, I'm just saying I got the Newsweek article came out and my name was was in 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 it with his and it was just like And it's like, "Oh, now you're actually successful." Yeah. And it, by the way, it's it felt very much like threatening masculine. I I don't know. I just we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Well, it's also the we'll wrap up. But the thing that in his post that he said about like making money off of something, like you guys people don't get paid for Newsweek articles. It wasn't an exclusive interview where someone got I mean, paid. I make money off of my videos, but I don't make a a, a, a living. Yeah, you're yeah, like I don't make a lot. It's, yeah, it's like it's, side income. It's, yeah, pennies, and then the views add up to like a little yeah. bit of money. It's like side cash. Well, okay, so, so because sh- people watch them, because people view them, it's not like you're getting paid to make things that nobody wants. You get paid by the views, and people keep viewing your shit. <laughs> so shake. DM do it. This DM was after me. the post of yeah, Shane, time. who, by the way, just for anyone who doesn't really have clarity on this, Shane had posted, just so we're clear, he posted a thing accusing, after all of their like friendship building, Dana of bullying. And then, by the way, he erased it before it was done. And that, to me, is like, were you in a manic episode? And I don't mean that lightly. Like, what's going on what's here? Going on? So Shane goes, sorry you have to deal with crybaby Shane. He's just doing it for attention. <laughs> um he goes he threw me under the bus we were friends until the reunion he uses people i blocked him i'm telling you everyone in the cast is a snake a snake and i go uh i mean you did come across super douchey at the reunion yeah i'm, I'm so glad saying. you said that you he and came he across goes, terrible yeah he goes i don't even care and then he goes it was a hostile environment how about you settle the score in my podcast and then i just stopped responding and he goes you can do an impression of me after Oh, good. More men giving you permission I, to do impressions. Thank and I God. I said, um, yeah, but can I roast you on your own podcast? And he said, yeah, I would like that. But I'm but not. then if you do, he's going to turn around and be like, oh, she attacked me for my like, issues. Sorry, I would, I'm triggered. <laughs> I would um, honestly, I would go on his podcast and just be really mean to him the whole time because I don't like him. But then I <laughs> But then I was thinking about it and I was like, well, what's the point of that? And I was like, well, I can say everything to him that like every woman wants to say for how shitty he was. That's true. But then it just felt too negative And I'm like, I don't want to be giving into like the negativity. And then I'm sure he just wants to keep talking about Shane and make yeah. himself look better. And I was just or like, use you. Yeah. Use you to like look. And I, to me, I'm just like, I want to just I'm going to move on to like I'm going to find another Netflix show. <laughs> Move, I'm moving on to a new cast. Move like, over. Uh, Bad vegan in the house. All right? Like, if we've I had enough. If I can voice down, then I'll, I'll... Then it's over for you, hoes. Dude, uh, Sarma and Bad Vegan is like... This is this documentary makes like the Tinder Swindler look good. Man, really? It's, it's insane. And it's very repetitive. And so, so she plays the victim. Sometimes. And she's just like... So Anthony asked for $60,000 and I just had to give it like she acts like anytime he asked her for money, like it's like he had a gun to her head when he didn't. That's and weird. It's, it's infuriating to watch. But um, anyways, her voice is very like there's also nothing funny about her. And I get really inspired by people who actually make me laugh. And she yeah. doesn't make me laugh. No, sometimes people are just too boring. So I don't. That I'm was gonna... what's great about Love is Blind is all of those people, even when they were like quirky or were seeing like. Oh, maybe not the best side of them. They're They're very, like, fun and funny. They're all very funny. Are you going to do other... You're done. Okay. I was going to say, are you going to do other characters on the show? I was like... um, 
they were just really fun to watch. It's like real people who are kooky characters. Jesus, was that your neck? Yeah, did you hear that? I don't know if they heard it on the mic, but I heard it. My God, get that stress out. Oh! Did you hear it? Uh, Yeah. That is. You are a bro. I love those crack videos. The chiropractor. Oh, I hate that shit. I always think they're going to die. I'm like, this is the one where they die. This is they snap their neck. Their neck thing is a little too far, but um. even when I went to a chiropractor, I was like, "They're gonna snap my neck. I'm gonna." Die. This is I. Every time they were like, "Okay, we're gonna do the neck," I was like quietly going, "I accept death. I'm ready to die." That's Instead of I'm going to be free of pain, which I would have been if I died. That's why I'm scared of going to the chiropractor. Let's talk about this. You're a sober person. Yeah. Nice segue. Yeah, and you in the past you used to drink. Uh, yeah. So. I'm wondering when this situation happened, not to keep harping on the one little, it's literally such a flash in the pan and you got more fans out of it, in my opinion, than you did enemies or enemies, people who are bored on the fucking internet, like <laughs> log off, Deborah. Wait, I am. <laughs> What's the Tinder Swinder's real name? I don't even know. I haven't seen it. Why don't you do impressions of him? He talks about enemies. Oh my God. Shit. Enemies. Got a lot of enemies. Well, I just missed a perfect joke opportunity because I forgot his name, but continue. But you guys get where she was going. Um, <laughs> obviously, you, I'm the only one who said they're enemies. I'm a crazy person, uh, openly. Um, that had to be, like, very anxiety-inducing. You had this person you think is your friend, or becoming a friend. Becoming you're a trusting, friend. you're going to work with them. And you don't, you are very guarded with your time. You don't give your work time to people that you don't think is worth your time. You don't give your personal time to people, in my opinion. Thank you. She's never picked me up from the airport. Um, <laughs> I never will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, you know, you making time for this person, you're starting to make plans for like doing content with this person. That's a big deal for you. And then all of a like, sudden. I was hiring directors. Yeah. You're like going to go out of pocket to make stuff yes, with this guy. I was like whatever it costs. Like I'm. Let's I'm, do it. I'm it's worth it. I'm buying baby. Like this will be. It's worth building this working yeah. relationship friendship. And to A, have that just suddenly go away. To have, like, bad enough if someone just went, I don't want to do it anymore. But then to have someone turn on you and, like, go 180, how dare you, and send people after you. So did you, did did I want to drink? Yeah, and how did you handle it? Um, That's such, that's such an interesting question. I, um, I did not want to drink. Wow. But I don't ever, like, I don't have a desire to drink now because I'm three and a half years sober. Woo-woo. So the obsession of alcohol is lift, was lifted after like six months, um, six months to a year. What I do is I want to numb. So like I don't want to drink, but I just I'm like sitting there being like, oh, my God, I have so much anxiety. Like, is there I something so else I can fear. do? Like, I, I don't want to feel. Well, isn't all. that sometimes what drinking is for, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you're so like, like, I'm not trying to reach for a glass, but I am trying to reach for a different solution or right. I or I'm craving doing that yeah it's interesting because i i felt after like the initial shock of everything and i i had to get off the phone with a couple people because they were so high stress over it and it was too much and you're like this is i was okay and now you're making it worse honestly it's like i this is so preachy but it's like my morning routine is so special to me and it grounds me so much that i'm able to kind of deal with really crazy stuff and uh 
you know, I'm still like, I have that like addiction to chaos. So I feel like part of me was like, Ooh, this is chaotic. This is crazy. These messages are psycho. Lean in. Yeah. Yeah. My addiction was like, crazy. I love it. Chaos. Let Um, me ride the roller coaster. But then there, there was a part of me that was like, because um I'll, I wake up in the morning and this morning routine has changed my life. So that's why I'm going to talk about it. But the first thing I do, I don't look at my phone ever in the morning. When I first wake up. I don't look at my phone. Wow. I go to my I um put in my headphones. I'll do a 10 minute or 20 minute meditation and then I'll pray immediately after. And then I get up and clean and make coffee. Wow. And I just like. It's crazy what that does. And my prayers are always like to get out of myself. Yeah. Right? It's like relieve me of the bondage of self. And I swear because I've been so adamant about this, like crazy shit like this doesn't knock me on my ass anymore because I feel like. It's all going to pass. Yeah, it's you all feel gonna supported. Pass and I feel so supported and I feel like, okay, I know this feels like uh, this is not serving me right now, but there is it, it will all make sense yeah and, and this is not yeah, the world like, is not ending no and I just feel like I feel really supported by the universe which is just like it's such an that's such an LA thing to say yeah my god but oh I feel I love no, it. I feel supported I so when crazy shit happens I'm like there's a there's a picture that's bigger than me that maybe I don't need to understand right now but I know this is all working out for me and like Maybe this is a blessing that I'm not working with this person. Yeah, IR- maybe it's IRL. the universe keeping you from making a mistake. Or so I'm just gonna like, maybe this is this person's not supposed to be like in my orbit at all, and so I'm being blessed. And maybe I need to. I I don't know what the lesson is, but um, but it is like just interesting that you just even looking at it as like a universal redirection of like because you probably would have invested a lot of time into money. working with this person, yes. and the universe is like. Oh, actually, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. No. And so that I really felt like this didn't really knock me on my ass. Like it was I had a really awful morning. And then like as the afternoon and the evening commenced, everything just like lifted. And you were able to just like breathe it out and let it go. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. But honestly, it's because like being sober has just changed my life and not to be preachy, but I would not be where I'm at if it wasn't for um sobriety and in not using and drinking and the way I've been able to grow and evolve as a person and just to be a better human and to be a better friend and then also to be a better performer and creator is yeah. insane. no that's I mean that's amazing and just to be able to like let things go and not ruin them let like let it like take over your day or your right, focus it's the, I'm addicted to the chaos and I'm also addicted to like control and I like to act like I can orchestrate like my life and I and love you, you to can't. take people's inventory like if I didn't have it like if I didn't have a program and like a spiritual foundation left to my own devices like I'm a straight up lunatic like you would see me on love is blind being like I, I didn't you know what I mean like that's why, why don't I, you want to be with me but like I can channel these characters because i'm also i also have that yeah you're like that i also know what it's like to be like you feel like you want to control and you like your ego it matters so much and honestly it's just like i have the craziness inside of me if i'm not 
constantly working on it. Like yeah. I want to take your inventory. I want to take. Oh, the that's what's what's inventory. wrong with everyone else, but not Dana. Oh my god, I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. I love to take other people's inventory, and I now I've gotten so good at it where like I feel myself starting to do it, and I go, "Ugh, none of my business." And also, I I'm love not that. God. Like but, I, I literally go, I'm not God. What am I doing? It's what's what? What could I possibly do with that information? Yeah, we're all trying our best. Like, who cares if somebody annoyingly taps their foot like a site? Like, why am I? Oh, what's wrong with them? They didn't meditate this morning. That person's really tapping their foot. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, where so you just crazy. like catch little things and you're catch like, little things. Boy, like, they're really messed up and you're on fire. <laughs> yeah, they should get that. I mean, look at imagine your hair's me on fire and you're like, look how. I haven't even brushed my hair. I'm like, what a slob that person is. Let me just for like fun. No, never mind. That's not fun. I was gonna be like, if you if you were still drinking, do you think you would have handled that completely differently? Do you think it would have been like a complete spiral? Oh my god. Or do you think you would have just drunk yourself to sleep and woken up and been like, nothing happened? Um, I don't even know. I don't even know because my drinking became so um controlled towards the end that where it was just like a quiet personal thing. It was very, yeah, it was like, no, actually, the last month of my drinking, I, w- I was drinking every single day. I'm off the deep end. I don't to know a pool of do. beer. <laughs> I would probably be, I would probably, like, take Xanax and drink wine. Yeah, yeah. and just, yeah. yeah, and be just fucked up. And you didn't, and you got through it, and you're you're crushing it, you're living it. Thanks. You're crushing it. I am crushing it. I got the exclusive interview with Dana Moon. Take that, Newsweek. People are asking me when I'm going on tour and I'm like, I honestly don't have any tours planned. And I do you even want it? What's your what's your, what is your relationship with stand up now? People want to know. Um, By people, I mean me. I don't know what other people are asking. That's funny. I Cause you're like crushing all these characters online. And I'm like, are you even do you want to go more that route? Do you still want to do stand up as much? I, you know what? I've been doing like a couple shows in L.A. and I just have more fun. Like when I go to San Diego or when I go to like Palm Springs and do stand up, I have, I have a little more fun on stage than being in LA, but that's, I mean, LA is um, can be very rough. I don't need that validation from stand up Like I used to. Yeah. I know we've talked about this. So the desire to get on stage every night, multiple times a night is not there anymore. Do you think some of that comes from your own like work on like self love and like, yeah. you're not trying to like everybody love me all the time. I literally had to get on stage every night and get laughs for validation. And if I didn't, if I bombed a mic, I would go to another mic. If I bombed that mic, I would like do a junkie. I, I I was a drug addict. Oh yeah, no, same. I would sometimes do five mics in a night, and then my fifth, fourth or fifth mic. This is when I first started stand up. You guys are like, she's been doing it ten years, and she's still doing five mics a night. No, um, <laughs> I, I like my fourth or fifth mic. I would have a really good set, and then I would be like, I feel worthy to live on this earth. Like I, I just I I would get all of my self worth and validation getting on stage, and you'd had to do well. And I love that do well, and uh, I put so much pressure on myself, and so now sucks. I don't need that anymore. And so now my stand up is so much better because I don't need the validation. And you're I in it. You're like to, present. Yeah, and I don't have to kill it, and and it's really transformed in a really cool way. And I'm a lot more honest, and I still love it. It's so much fun, but right now I just I'm getting really methodical about my long term career. I love that. And stand up is not serving me long term right now to focus yeah. my energy on. So I, I love that. Um, I want. I mean, I just love that you are recognizing that. Yeah, and, like, and I and I. I what's I growing to, you? Yeah, I want to focus on like what's growing my fan base, what's growing my audience, what's going to generate more 
money because stand-up, I don't know if a lot of people know this, doesn't pay anything. I mean, it does if you, but it pays almost nothing. No, I mean, it pays when you're like Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. When you're um, Bill Burr. It's very hard to make a living doing stand-up. It's hard hard to make any money doing stand-up. So my goal is that I'm going to just pour all of my time and energy into content, into characters, into creating a big audience so that I can do the tour I want to do. Yeah. Like bring that on the stage instead of just yeah. straight stand up. Yeah. And I did some cruises. I love that. Um, I had a ton of fun. I did a uh, cruises in December and it was pretty depressing, but also <laughs> very fun when I was on stage. But people are like, Oh, you get a free cruise. This is amazing. And it's you're like, like, you're alone on a cruise ship. I'm like, this isn't amazing. Like, I don't know anybody here. Like I'm alone. I don't have anybody to eat breakfast with. Like you guys are all here with your family and yeah. Like if you were with a friend, that would be different. Yeah, And it's like, this isn't a free cruise. Like I'm working every day. I'm writing. I'm, tr- I'm coming up with jokes that I'm like, yeah. I think people are going to like, cause you have to, change I'm in an office on a sea surrounded by people <laughs> inhaling a buffet. So anyway, so I did like dirty Diane on stage. Um, I had the most fun. I did 30 minutes of dirty Diane. I love it was, that. It was better than Dana stand up. <laughs> Do you it worry killed. about becoming Larry the Cable Guy with yeah. Dirty Diane? I don't care. You As, would love to do that. Look, I have no ego about this, uh, about comedy anymore. Like, what I care about is I want to create, I want to make a living, and I want to make people happy. Yeah, I love that. And it's like, whatever form that comes in, if, like, I'm Dirty Diane and that's it, like, okay. Like, you know, if I'm, like, cleaning refrigerators, Okay, I don't know. Okay, that's no, not I it. No, um, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> that's not even on the table. That's a crazy thing to say. But know. No, I'm just saying like... Um, can I hire you to clean my refrigerator? <laughs> I think I just want to clean your fridge. Can I do that after the podcast? Okay, sure. I'll I let really you. I have a cleaning refrigerator fetish. That's so sick, honestly. My God. I'm, I'm joking, obviously. people. I don't know. This is the most disgusting thing you've ever done. Of all the things. Um, no, anyways, I, but point being is that like stand up is super fun. Stand up's always going to be there. It's just not my focus right now. That's great. It's good to like, and I think so many people flounder not putting their energy into uh, the right places. Yeah. Trying to make things that are maybe barely floating float. And that doesn't mean it's never going to be there. It's like, okay, well, if something else is rising right now, why wouldn't I lean into that? Totally. And I felt it before the pandemic. I felt very stagnant in stand-up and I felt like wow people really love like my characters and my sketch work and I I put a little bit of effort and I get a major response and it's like I was putting so much effort into the stand-up and just not getting and it felt like a wheel like turning yeah and I just felt like okay like I'm gonna I'm I gotta switch it up and that's great a lot of people don't take the time to realize that or like especially if it's in something you would just enjoy doing or you have attached so much of your identity to like refuse to right. relinquish any. And it's like, no, but the crazy it does. Thing- you can be, it, you can be a f- comedian. You can do funny shit for a living and it not look the way you thought it was going to look to. That's right. the other and thing. And I feel like the minute I gave up this idea of stand up being the end all be all my stand up got better like times a million. Oh yeah. And it's really fucked up how that works. Cause it's like, my stand-up from two years ago versus, like, I look at old clips and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was oh, like, I get it. It's like the irony that, like. It's like I was on stage with, like, 
two bald fists just like the energy just wasn't flowing like please laugh at my bits it was so it's so psychotic and i kind of want to take down like all of my i don't have a lot of stuff on the internet posted because i like i'm very protective of my stand-up yeah me too i'm i hate posting it i've been posting like the very shitty quality video recording of my album and it's because my album's already out there so i'm like all right well it's already out there right content but like no i get the same way like i'm just like oh my god when i think of myself shooting an hour special i think of myself doing like characters in between because i'm like i don't want to put all of that stand-up out there like yeah well also i watch a lot of hour specials and like from uh, incredible comedians and it's boring it's never as it's never as good it's boring after 30 minutes on tv as it is live and it's It's uh, yeah it's like it can be great comedy and i'm just like i don't I don't want that to be my legacy. A There's a part of me that, like, and I don't know what my plan is. I'm sorry. I made it about me. No, make it all about It's your podcast. It's all about me. I shouldn't be saying this on a podcast. I, I don't think I want to shoot a special because of how bad they all look. And I don't want that to be the thing that people go like, wow, isn't she great? That's the best she does. And it's like, no, it's not. It's like, so... I, I want to find a way to be like, no, you can only see me live. Well, even my favorite comedians that I, I watch their hour specials and I'm like loving it the first 20 minutes, like 20 minutes. And then it's like 25 minutes and I'm like, oh, lol. And then 30 minutes, you're like, I got it. Like, I can't last a full hour. I think that's also just the culture shift in attention spans, too, is that like it's harder to keep people engaged with just and you're just standing there. That's why it's I, hard. I, it's I, hard. I wouldn't want to do a full hour of like straight stand up. I would do. I will do it for $10 million. Netflix? Anybody? Hello? You want to do like characters. And Have you ever watched Whoopi Goldberg's special? No. She's got an old special where she does characters. You should watch it. An HBO special. I wouldn't want to do all characters. That's I know, like but a just nightmare. as a... It's been done. Like, that's do... been done. So like, you know, for creative inspiration. Yeah, I think I would want to break it up and do like half and half. Yeah. There's so many different ways you could take it now. And I think... We're starting to go toward kind of more unique yeah. premises or like unique takes on what the classic hour special was. So everyone is getting an hour special. And so it's like after a while, the general public is going to be like, I can't watch another one of these people stand in front of a microphone. And be now. like, man, my wife. Like it's. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you reach yeah. a point where you want to see variety or... I get it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I think it takes a very strong person to keep people engaged for an hour. And it, I, I would say it's immensely easier to do in li- live, in person. Probably because they lock you in, they trap you. No, but like... And they laugh, too, the audience laughs too much. Like, because everyone knows, that everyone in the crowd knows they're being filmed and they're like... Ha 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 you're like, all right, that's not even the punchline. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a camera on me? <laughs> um, you son of a bitch! You ruined my ruined system. No, it's I love that. That's great. Uh, what's so? So you're definitely never going on Love Is Blind. Someone wanted to ask, would you ever do Love Is Blind? Um, maybe. I don't know. That's hard. What's your okay? So you're focusing in on stuff. It's Dana time, and I know you got to get the fuck out of here. I'm, oh, my God, I've held you too long. Uh, it's your fault. Uh, okay. I was 10 minutes late. <laughs> really quick, and we'll wrap up on this. Big picture. Like, what are you focusing on now? If you are focusing your energy on certain directions. Was that really a question, or is that your That's question? just me saying things. Um, okay, wait. I'm like, nobody asked that question. Nobody cares. No, it's my question. But be- Okay, so best case scenario. Everything. People go like, oh, my God, it could all go wrong. 
everything goes right five years from now what what does your life look like um i have my own modern day carol burnett sketch show wow and then i parlay that into tv and film and i kind of set myself up to go like the director route you want to direct in my 40s i want to direct yeah when she finally gets into her 40s which is a very long time from now which is definitely not five years from now if that's what you were thinking when i asked her five years from now um oh where does the time five years from now i'm still in my 30s in five years from now i'm not even in my 30s yet i'm 15 i just smoke (laughs) a lot um all right where fifteen? I just smoke a lot. <laughs> yes, we can. Let's make more videos. Let's have fun. Let's do sketches. I've got wigs too, you know. I'm fifteen. <laughs> I just smoke a lot. I look terrible. Okay, wait. We have to parlay that into a video. I think we're done with this. We are, but into the microphone. Where can people find you? At Shane Jansen, obviously. But where else? Do not come at me, internet. I swear to fucking God. When we were on a walk last week, you were like, hey, Shane. I don't even know what I said. I was walking up to Jess's place, and she was like, is that Shane Jensen? Why did it make me laugh? Because it's just dumb and dumb stuff. It's sometimes it's laugh. It's fun to laugh at really dumb shit. The silly, sometimes people try to be so, like sometimes stand-ups try to be so like, I'm going to change the system. I'm going to blow their minds with this perspective nobody's ever said out loud or thought. And it's like, yeah, or sometimes you just fart into the microphone and the crowd goes wild. (laughs) That hasn't ever happened to me, but I keep trying. um, At Dana Moon Me on Instagram, and then my TikTok is Dana Mooner. And then that's it. Where can people follow Diane? Oh, my God. Dirty Diane Parties. On TikTok. On TikTok, yeah. I need to start updating her shit. It fell off. But. Yeah. You should have her come out of uh <laughs> never mind, that's too dark. Have her come out of an overdose. Yeah, I I blew the lid off a little too hard. I've been in the ICU for a couple months. No, that's actually perfect. That's not <laughs> coming from a hospital bed. Oh, but when I get out of here You snuck a bottle of vodka into a into the ICU. I need to tell you about my pilot. Okay. Idea after this. Well, I wrote it, but I need to rewrite it. Oh my God. The LA, the it. universe pilots. Who are we? Who is she? Go follow Dana. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, we love you. Bye.